as we started, I thought about um, the verse that God actually gave me for our prayer walks when we used to do prayer walks. Um, Isaiah 61. Um, I'll start in the middle here. It says, They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Lord, I pray that you would plant our clusters. Thank you. Yeah. And Lord, when something's planted, it grows. Thank you, Jesus. It yeah. produces fruit. Thank you, Jesus. It's alive. Thank you. It, uh, it is, it, it's something that's not dead. So Lord, I pray that you would take our efforts and take the vision that you've given us and make us, I pray that you would plant us, Lord, like oaks of righteousness for the display of your splendor. And then this is what I want to pray right now over each of our clusters. It says, they will be rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. Lord, I pray that our clusters would go into places and neighborhoods and towns and houses that were, and it, and we would, through your power, your, we would restore the places long devastated. And they will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Yes. And it says, strangers will shepherd your flocks and foreigners will work your fields in vineyards. Lord, we just invite those strangers and foreigners in. We invite them in, Lord, to, to be discipled and to grow, to be shepherds. We invite the foreigners in who will come alongside us and do the work with us. And then it says, and you will be called priests of the Lord. Lord, I pray that every single person would know that they are a priest, that they are an heir, that they are a child of God. But Lord, it goes beyond just being a child of God. It goes beyond just being an heir, but that they are your priests and they can function in the priestly duties. Mm -hmm. It says, you will be named ministers of our God. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Feed on the, the wealth of nations and in their riches, you will boast. And then it says, instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land. Father, right now, in every place that our cluster meets, I am standing on the promise that you will give a double portion yes. of land. Thank you. A double portion of fruit, a double portion of lost souls, a double portion of people being saved, a double portion of people encountering you, a double portion of seeing signs, miracles, and wonders, a double portion of your glory. And Lord, I pray right now that the places we meet that were long devastated, they will be renewed. Yes, Lord. They will be watered, and we will be planted in these places in Jesus' name. You know, I was reminded by a scripture, a story about um, the master in the wedding banquet, where when Jerry was praying, and he talked about, um, you know, going out into the highways and the byways. And when they first went out into the highways and the byways, and they came back, and they had all these excuses because nobody wanted to come. They had, you know, just a dozen excuses. So he made them go out again, told them to go out and 
me to the highways and you know persuade persuade the beggars persuade the poor the blind the disabled the hurting the lonely and invite them to the banquet and the end of that scripture passage says that um you know he that um the one who receives an invitation to the feast and makes excuses will never enjoy the banquet mm. Mm. that's in yeah. Luke chapter 14 in case anyone wants to you know to look at that but that's the scripture that came to my mind wow it's that story in the old testament where the prophet told the king who was having trouble with his enemies open the windows and strike the ground with the arrows and for as many times as he would strike the ground, that would be the extent of the deliverance he had over his enemies. And I just think that um, that story kind of speaks to me that, you know, we have more more to say about the extent of our deliverance uh, in our ministries than we might that we might give give credit for. And um, the king stopped at a certain point, and the and the prophet kind of rebuked him. I don't think there's a rebuke for Terry or any of us at this point. I just think that it's a kind of a principle, I think, that um, we, we have more to say about the extent of our deliverances than we think. As we were praying just a minute ago, um, I had sort of like a vision. It was more a sense in the spirit. And I'm struggling to put it into words, so I'm going to do the best I can. But I felt as we were praying that uh, I could almost see that we're backing up, and there was starting to be get confusion in the camp is what came to me. And what I thought is, you know, our prayers are going out there. And we're invading the enemy territory. Whether it's me walking my street, or whether it's Tori going into the marketplace, or Jerry in the Bible study, Kevin and his neighborhood with people coming, we're going into the enemy's territory. But we don't need to be afraid. We don't need to hold back. We need to stand firm because he's shaking his boots. And there's starting to be confusion in the camp, and they're going to try to back to regain ground, but it's not going to happen as long as we keep our eyes on the Lord and on the call and what He's equipped us to do. If He wouldn't call us, He wouldn't give you this vision and have as many of us get on board if it wasn't something that He plans on accomplishing. So the victory is already there. We just need to embrace it. Mm 